get in sleepy. I am. All right, well, we need to hear if we get that. Let's time. not get that. All right. It's B. Davis here, and I'm always here spreading positivity, sharing with you the good news, and giving you my point of view. This is the fifth episode of the mini-series, Marriage is Hard, and we're going to dig into some disappointments and how it affected our marriage at the beginning. And of course, I asked my husband to join me. Hey, babe. What up? Is marriage hard? It's it's work. It is work. Well, we're going to find out how much work it yeah. has taken so far. Um, although we've come so far, and our good definitely has outweighed our bad. Facts. It definitely happened. <laughs> um, see, you threw me all the way off. But we hit some huge bumps in the road, and we're going to share our truth. We're just going to be honest with you guys. Um... If you tuned in last week, we talked about our um, me dealing with postpartum depression after having our son, and I personally feel it was the beginning of a bridge between us due to the lack of knowledge about postpartum depression, so a lot of the emotions that I was experiencing definitely kind of bled over into our marriage, um, things that I wasn't dealing with myself, so anyhow... But what we didn't share with you guys is what happened while the postpartum and everything was taking place. Um, We also hit a financial bump that left us um, moving, struggling, (laughs) Um, a financial bump basically, and it left us moving out of our apartment apartment immediately and um, temporarily staying with family and boy, did it get rough for us both. Yes. I truly believe that. Um... So not only are we um, living with family, but our communication wasn't where it should have been. And now we're no longer having the privacy to deal with what was going on behind closed doors with us. Do you agree with that? I agree, yeah. I definitely agree. Um, Not only was I frustrated about the postpartum depression, I was now worried about our living situation and it caused so much tension. How do you think that made, um, how did um, us moving out so um, quickly, how how did that make you feel uh not good especially as a man where you're supposed to you know take care of your family and provide um it it, it did it just wasn't a good feeling i mean at the end of the day um thank god we were not out on the street right the elements right at the at the same time my you know i don't know if you call it ego whatever but whatever that is that makes you feel like a man like that's just dwindled down you know after um after that happened and you know i know that you know i don't want to jump too far ahead but i know that caused some you know trust issues between us and maybe you know you probably you know felt insecure about you know like is he able to you know take care and provide for the family you know after something like that yeah um i definitely can say that it it made I'm not gonna say it made me look at you differently or anything like that. I just wish that you would have come to me a little sooner and I said, should've. "Hey, this is what's going on." Because you know that whole thing honestly could have been avoided. <laughs> Do you really least, think so? Or at least the blow could have been lessened had I talked to you two years ago when I knew the situation was going to eventually hit. Hit us hard. Yeah, like it was going to like yeah. it was just like it was just kind of like a snow a slow snowball roll yeah. and then it just got worse and worse and worse and worse and then it then it hit now just think if i would talk to you two years before that 
and be like, yo, you know, we we got to change this liver situation up because yeah, we could have went into it. something small. Yeah, it definitely. Was just us. It wasn't yeah. like. Um, but we were like, y'all, I'm gonna be honest. We was living so nice. Um, you know, he definitely set our living situation up very well and everything. We just hit a financial bump and it caused us to have to take a couple of steps back. And, um, I didn't look at him differently. I didn't look at you differently or anything. I was, I think I was more like sad. Like I was sad that everything, like it was like this dream apartment for us both. And it was just taken from us now we got two kids and you know trying to figure it out you know um so as you guys can imagine fights definitely got worse (laughs) (laughs) fights definitely got worse as i mentioned you know we're already verbal fights verbal fights fights. yeah (laughs) lord jesus we was not we was not physically putting our hands on each other um but lord did we want to i'm just playing no but you know um our fights did get worse. Um, as I mentioned before, postpartum depression hit me hard for one. So, you know, I'm having all of these emotions that was going on already. And then on top of that, getting the news. And then of course, at the time I'm thinking I was taking it well, but in reality, I'm, you know, secretly to myself, I didn't want to tell you, Yeah. but secretly to myself, I was so like sad that, you know, we was no longer in our own space and now we're around family and, you know, you it just kind of took that that whole like lovey dovey vibe away. Dreamy feel away. Like that dreamy feel was out yeah. of the picture, and it was yeah. like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> um, but yeah, our fights definitely got worse. I believe I got worse. Um, yeah. When it came to you know how I you know talked to you as well, like I think I was so frustrated between finding out the news and you know where we was living at the time where we were staying at the time on top of you know the i mean the i'm just all of it like it just kind of ran together and um i really do feel like um i got disrespectful like i can't remember exactly everything that i said to you but i know i was just like you know just talking about we shouldn't be married didn't want to be married Um, you know, just kind of throwing those those type of feelings in your face. So, how did you feel about that at the time that I was? Uh, at the time, I really um, I didn't understand it. Uh, I mean, now being older and knowing what we've been through, and you know, our communication getting better, I, yeah. I kind of understand that. You know, you were kind of not like a kid lashing out, but you were just kind of lashing out, but you just didn't know how to express what you were yeah, feeling. I didn't know at so all. you expressed <laughs> it in a way that you were familiar with, which was very aggressive. Yeah. And um I didn't know that. I didn't pick up on that. And just like you said, I, I took it as um, you know, disrespect, you know, and it was it just, you know, I, I really think our communication just went went bad. I d I didn't feel good about it. Um yeah. I'm I mean you get older and you learn. I wish back then I was more mature as like I am now that I could you know kind of understand and kind of feed through some of that and and get down to the like the root of the problem yeah. and get and get a good understanding because I don't think I understood you just as much as you did 100% understand me I didn't understand where you was as a person because let me just throw this out here for real for real so because you're not really like um, a person that expresses like your disappointment or expressing like you're like you said that it was kind of like the man in you that was just like man you know I, you know I need to make sure I take care of my family yeah. like you never expressed these things to me as far as like how you felt 
So I felt like you was cool with how everything turned out that mm-hmm. we said like because you were so calm the entire time yeah. that's funny but um you were so calm throughout the entire process that i felt like i was running with like a chicken with my head cut off like what are we gonna do what are we gonna yeah. do and you were so like you know you know it is what it is we got to figure this out you were so calm that it part of me because i didn't know your plan i didn't know if we had a plan what was we gonna you know what was we gonna do next it made me frustrated against you. Like, I was frustrated with, like, the fact that you... It seemed like you were so cool-headed, and I'm over here, like, yeah. freaking out. So, I judged you in a way to think, like, oh, he just don't care that we done lost... We well, lost our apartment or moved, had to move out of our apartment, and now we over here with family, and we don't know how long we're going to be here. Like, I literally was feeling as if you was just like, shoot, we nah. straight over here. No, 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 God, no, never. And, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't even know if I want to say it was the way I was raised, but I know what I've seen, and it's something I say a lot, you know, is, is I tell you, like, a lot of times, like, it's not time to freak out until it's time to freak out. Mm-hmm. Like, given that situation, it, it sucked. It was absolutely horrible. But me going banging on my chest banging on walls throwing something and yelling and fussing is going to do zero for the situation it's not going to change one thing about it but if i keep a cool head and like you said try to come up with a plan try to figure something out that's much better in my opinion that's much better than that's i mean that literally changed nothing about the situation yeah not one thing yeah I, you know what, and and I want to point this out, like we said in our on podcast before, like with us coming from two different backgrounds, me on the other hand, my side of the family, not saying that we just rub headed or Mm -hmm. anything, but I'm going to be honest about our family. We definitely don't respond with cool heads. Like I, I don't recall having a family member that responded with a cool head and everything was good. Like, Mm -hmm. and oh, we just figured it out calmly. No, somebody got frustrated and flipped the table. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that you weren't showing that emotion, it was confusing to me. And it might be part of like, I know my, uh, my dad was amazing, but he had, when his temper kicked off, when his temper went there, Mm -hmm. he had a temper. Yeah. And that's probably one of the reasons I am the way I am because I was just like, yo, that's just, yeah. Not that he was a bad person or anything like that. It's just, you know, the temper is not going to help what's going on right now. And that's what I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know that you know have basically you know being extra and and being you know I don't want to say being childish, but ju- you know just not being um, calm. Like I didn't know that in that moment I didn't think. Let me just, I don't know how I'm trying to say this, but all I know is we was just, like, I was always known to just speak my mind and just go for it regardless of what, like, I didn't think before I speak, like, at all. Like, I, before I, you know, like, I literally did not, like, if I felt a certain way, then I would just say it, just do it. If I felt angry, I would just say the first thought that came to my mind, and that was what I seen. Not just what I seen, but it was something that I developed through, you know, personal family issues where you know I was just kind of raised up to be quiet about certain stuff so when I got old enough I was like oh I'm gonna defend myself all the time and I feel like it's okay to defend yourself but you know it it just it's time it's time the bible talks about it's a time and place some things require (laughs) immediate action Mm. but most of the time it doesn't like you can approach things you know like like with a cooler head you know and get a much better result but there are times you do you just have to react yeah you I have think, to 
I think I've gotten so um, frustrated with just life experiences through the years that it's just now when I, you know, not now, but when I was frustrated at the time of us, you know, living and everything, I just did the first feeling, the first thought that came to my mind, Mm -hmm. that came to my heart. I felt like, well, if I feel like this, then it must be right. But it was just the way I was doing it. My delivery was wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't communicating with you and saying, like, I feel as though we don't have a plan. Like, it would have been a lot better if I came to you and said... I don't feel like we have a plan. Do we have a plan? How are you feel like I never I don't even remember throughout that time of asking you how you were doing. I don't I don't think we asked each other cuz I yeah. mean just as you're saying you could have came different. I mean 100% I could have too. You know what I mean? Like it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. Both of us definitely could have you know done better yeah our fights i'm not gonna say we didn't argue all the time but when it did happen it was so awkward for us and you know especially because we're not the type to argue in front of people well he wasn't i i was <laughs> but i <laughs> you cared i didn't care we was in a grocery store if i was feeling some type of way al three was gonna know you know just stuff like that not that i was like rowdy but I, I just always like to express myself in a way that was aggressive. And that was something that I grew up thinking was okay and right. So our fights got worse. But not only did our fights get worse, but our trust, you know, trust issues um, began to happen a whole lot more. And honestly, I don't know where that came from. Um, and it's more on my end, definitely, where... I just didn't trust you the, the more we was in our marriage with everything going on. It was a part of me that felt a little, I, I guess because I was dealing with postpartum so bad that I had started beating myself down, not really feeling so pretty, not really feeling, you know, worth loving and looking at. So I would get more discouraged when I would see you and you're so friendly, you know, and, and we was having so many problems at home. And then you could still go out and be nice and be friendly to, uh, yeah. to other people, <laughs> opening doors for other women. And there was a part of me that was like, no, like, I, like how is he so happy? And we going through stuff. So, <laughs> so there was a part of me that felt like you was like looking at other women. Nah. Like, I, I know this sounds weird because it doesn't kind of go into here, but let me just try to explain a little bit more. So, like, with us arguing and, and, and you're being able to see this side of me so bad that I had got so um, insecure of my own attitude. Like, I, I got yeah. insecure of everything that we was doing at home. We wasn't really, like, acting active with each other a lot because we was staying with family temporarily and everything so I began to get like oh what if he's not looking at me the same because now he's having to see all of me and and so I began to get super insecure you know at this point I'm I got leaky boobs because I'm breastfeeding <laughs> um you know my body and everything was was something that was different for me so I became more insecure of the way I looked and the way I felt about myself that when you was friendly with other, not friendly as in flirting, but you was just like, hey, how you doing? You would open the door for right. somebody or something. Things I've seen you do a million times before this point. But for some reason, because my insecurities became, begat, you know, not began, <laughs> but got so bad yeah. that, you know, when I would see you, you know, being nice to other females and I was just like, 
oh lord like i never thought he would look at other women but because now i look like this now i feel like this now i'm dealing with postpartum depression i don't seem very sexy i don't seem very friendly i don't seem very happy and i just began to get discouraged so i was basically putting that insecurity off on you like you're cheating yeah you're you know you're flirting with her i know you're looking at her and you're just like what are you talking about so like do you remember those moments i was lost um in those moments and i mean now hearing you talking about it you know i uh i i should have been more sensitive um you know to secure you um but like you said i've literally like that my mind wasn't there that's not what i was doing or anything like that so it's it's really hard to like defend yourself or explain yourself when you're not doing anything so it's you really (laughs) you you have nothing to go off of but i i I could have been more sensitive to helping that i feel like you know at the time i felt like now it's not on me i'm doing nothing wrong blah blah blah. but you know being older you know what i i did play a part in that and i could have done more to you know like secure your heart and you know to let you know that you know like you're the only one for me i'm not doing all this you know other stuff i could have done more myself i don't honestly i don't even think that i told you that i was even telling you like oh i'm insecure or i didn't do that i just literally started accusing you You, like yeah you just started even though i knew that i was looking at my body looking at myself and you know just kind of feeling discouraged like after anybody that's a mother you know after having kids your body goes through a lot of changes and of course you're dealing with postpartum depression you already got all these negative thoughts about yourself your baby and everything else and then you have this person that you love and you you know you still obsessed with but you can't even show your emotions towards them because you got all these other emotions going on so i feel like i top of a crazy living situation uh, on top of a crazy situation so i wasn't really like like i wasn't even i don't even think that i was aware that i was doing that as much as i was doing it but i do recall like every time we went somewhere i was like you was looking at her you was doing this you like i always was doing that and it was just because of me being insecure i mean now i'm telling you that but i didn't know that then i just you know i'm just looking and thinking oh he's just being extra friendly i knew musicians were (laughs) 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 i knew musicians did this stuff and yeah it just you know um yeah, I just wish that I communicated that a lot better. So I would say that we were no longer at this point on the same page. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, uh, like no. this, this. <laughs> we might have been in different books. <laughs> <laughs> we was in different books, and honestly, um, yeah, we were just—it was just a lot going on. So, you like, not only was all that going on, you know, our moving situation, we ended up moving again. We, you know, ended up getting into a, a better situation. And, um, uh, I remember one day, do you remember this day without me even saying this one day? I don't even know what you're talking about. This one day, I, oh, let's just, I'm fast forwarding this story a little bit, guys. But, you know, uh, after we stayed with family, we moved out of there, moved into a better situation. And, um, yeah, I just think, you know, we had basically done built and created this wall of, you know, disappointments and, and trust issues. And we were fighting differently. We wasn't fighting right. We wasn't fighting fair. So, um, I remember this one day that, um, it was Valentine's Day. 
Uh, or it was Valentine's weekend. It was Valentine's weekend. It was Valentine's weekend, and we planned to go out. You know, we done had some good and some bad days, but we were still determined to have a good time with each other. And I see that now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you trying. Yeah, I see that now. But yeah. like, it makes me even emotional, emotional to even think about that. But so anyhow, on by this February, we. You know, we decided we was going to get together. And at the last minute, um, hubby came to me and told me that we didn't have a babysitter. Mm-hmm. And because we didn't... Babysitter fell through, actually. Yeah. Well, I don't remember that. But, I mean, yeah. I don't know what happened. But I know you had, you know, made a decision like, oh, you know, let's just take the kids with yep. us and still have a good a time. Yeah. Guys, I was so mad at this moment. <laughs> when I say I was so mad, I was so mad at the fact that and I know this sounds crazy, but I was mad that we had to bring our kids because throughout this entire experience, we've been staying with family. Like I mentioned before, we didn't have a lot of privacy. And so when it came to Valentine's Day, you know, I, you know, I take Valentine's Day a little bit more serious than Bay does, <laughs> but you know, but you know, um, I was really expected. I was looking forward to this time, um, of just spending time with you and, it you know even though we were still going to spend time we still had to bring our kids and I was so disappointed about that so anyhow we got into this huge argument didn't go out to eat because yes. I was so mad but <laughs> Bay like I mentioned before he's so cool headed so even though he was still disappointed he's gonna tell you his side but you know all the like I'm gonna just tell my side first <laughs> I was mad that he after we decided not to go out to eat. He grabbed his video game and just started to play y'all, y'all. And I was like, no, he didn't. We went from about to go out to eat to him sitting there playing the game. And so me being the frustrated person that I was, I believe I grabbed his head, his not headphones, but I believe I grabbed something. I grabbed your remote or your phone or something, <laughs> and I just threw it across the room, and you was so confused. Do you remember this? Uh, somewhat. <laughs> I, I, I I don't remember playing the game, but I remember. I mean, it sounds like you was playing the game. It sounds like something I would have done at the time. Yeah, something I would have done at the time. But it wasn't. You know, it wasn't just like, "Hey, we about to go out." I go yeah. straight to the game. It was like, "We're about to go out. Babysitter's gone, so we have to bring the kids." <laughs> There's this blow up from you, and then I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go play the game. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, any female that knows, like, even have like the when guys grab the that video game, they ain't focused on no, nothing. You can pass that screen, and they would just move their head to keep you out of the way so they can stay focused. So I was, I was already frustrated because I'm like, we haven't spent any time alone. Yes, I don't want to take the kids, but I still wanted us to do something. And Beta got comfortable and took his clothes off. He's sitting there playing the game like nothing happened. We had this huge blowout, and I believe I said some really harsh things yeah, that night. You um, you went at that moment. You went. You went in. Yeah, I can't remember exactly everything that I said, but I do remember we was loud enough to get other people involved, other another person involved yeah. because they heard us arguing, and I just remember just being extremely disrespectful yeah. to you, and um, it didn't end well. The night didn't end well. We, um, I believe, we went to bed. Without talking to each other, um, <laughs> yeah, um, and you were so you were definitely in your own world after that. I don't think yeah. you played the game after that, but you was definitely quiet. Yeah, I uh, I reached a point because um, you know we were like I said, and I don't want to repeat everything, but 
we were supposed to go out. Babysitter literally fell through at the last minute, like a few hours before we were supposed to go out. So I was like, yo, all right, man, you know, the, the whole family is going to come. I know it's not exactly one-on-one time, but you know what? We'll just do this as a family, which for me was was still good because they know I'm the, I'm the type man like like if something falls through like a babysitter or something yeah bro you ain't gotta beg me to watch my kids you ain't even get dude they're my children I, I got this you know no deal yeah so I was like yo we're all coming together and then you were so you know upset at the time we had this blow up argument um and it just went way too far and literally at that moment the reason I I don't remember grabbing the game but if I did grab the game it's because at that moment I wiped my hands and I was like, I give up. I was like, I'm done. There's nothing else. There's nothing else I can do. So us, you saying us, I don't remember it verbatim. I do remember the blow up, but you saying us went going going to bed without talking. I 100% believe that. You saying I'm in my own world. I 100% believe that because I know you at was. that moment, you was in your own. World. I checked out. I was like, you know what? Because I'm not really uh, a big holiday person, which might be weird or whatever mm-hmm. but I, I appreciate my family I love my family I'm just not a huge holiday person especially Valentine's Day especially you, you Valentine's like, Day you know Christmas and I'm, I'm cool yeah. with holidays it's my thing you know people got their own opinion my way ain't bible but yeah, I, I want to treat you well the entire year I want to spoil my family all year so so one day he don't when these like days come around you know <laughs> I'm, I'm just like I'm not pressed to do something extra because I want to be extra with my family all the time. All the you know? time, so right? it's, so, But that's just me. That doesn't mean it's Bible, whatever. That's just me or whatever. Um, so for me to put forth this effort to try to do something nice, mm-hmm. it just it just it just went bad. It didn't. It didn't and um, then you didn't know well the, you, you didn't know the restaurant, so you was just like I didn't know the restaurant. This. <laughs> you know what? The restaurant that he guys. The restaurant. Bro, this that- is about to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant <laughs> the restaurant that he was going to take um take me to it was called Revival. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so guys, <laughs> we go to church all the time. So when he said we're going to Revival, I'm thinking he said we going to a revival. And I was thinking on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so I not only did I have an attitude that we had to bring the kids, now I'm mad that we going to a revival. And guys, let me just fast forward this. When we finally got to that restaurant, it wasn't anytime soon, but it was like maybe a year later, right? I think it was exactly a year it was later. A, it was, yeah, almost a year later. Almost a year later, yeah. Guys, when we finally went to that restaurant revival, that food is so... Hey, now, oh my goodness. That joint is good. That food is so good. And can you imagine how I felt? But anyway, we're going we gonna, we gonna to get to that. <laughs> I was so mad at myself after finally, finally getting to the place. But anyhow... <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we, like I said, we went to bed not so well. Yeah, I ain't even care, man. Um, so honestly, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really did not realize this had taken place where he said that he checked out, but, um, I did kind of feel like something different, something changed in my husband and I just was not, um, sure of what it was. So I got nosy. Um, I got nosy, uh, maybe a week, it was maybe a week later from that. It was maybe about a week later. I can't tell you. I'm going to tell you why I think it was a week later. Okay. Um, in maybe off of here, but, um, yeah, it was a week later and, um, one night I just got up being nosy. Like, what does he, you know, what has he been doing? Now let me say this. 
my husband already isn't on social media like that of course you know we're gonna talk about his content and what he does a little bit later as well but he's just not really a social media type so um I really didn't even think anything of it of being nosy of going through my husband's um phone I had his password always have it have it now um but I just you know just got curious because I did feel like he changed within that week after this huge argument that we had and so I got curious it was maybe about three four o'clock in the morning and I grabbed his phone went through it found you know a com a conversation between between him and a female um and so i'm all chopped up at this part i'm so like i hate this part i hate it i ain't even gonna lie but i i did i found a um you know a conversation between him and this person and instantly i'm gonna be honest i didn't really know how to take it so i blew up then too yep um, and so, um, long story short, we got into a huge argument, um, about it. And because he had already checked out, I was unaware of this. Um, it just didn't, um, it didn't really go well. And so, um, yeah, just tap in, babe. <laughs> tap in. Cause I, don't... I mean, I mean, you pretty much said it just really didn't go well. Like I, when I say I checked out on that day that valentine's weekend i completely checked out i literally was like yeah this is just it's just because of everything we was dealing with on top of that and you know we've tried things and we were building we were trying we was trying and it just that for me was just the last straw at that time and i was just like yo whatever happens happens i'm not putting forth any more effort to do to do anything so when when the blow-up happened after you found what you found I, i went mad i was just like you know it happened i'm just like yo can you just stop yelling so i go back to sleep or something like i don't i know i really was yeah i, I wasn't really like concerned you and you didn't you was really tapped out i was tapped point. out i really was tapped out. and because out. i was so unaware of like where you were emotionally and i think that is where you like even though we talked i believe we eventually talked about what happened on valentine's day i think i yeah. i did apologize to you about that night but i think after everything that had been going on our fights that you know we was already having prior to this i just feel like you know um i don't feel like i was in tune with you as i should have been after that to realize something was going on but big question before we move on do you think that had i been more like aware that you had tapped out if i asked you a little bit more if i dug into it would you have i don't think communicated so um better? like when i tapped out i tapped out and it's I, I mean, I don't, don't want to say it's hard to get me to that point, but I just know when I got there, like I was, I just literally was just tapped out. Like no amount of talking or anything would have changed because of that moment. Like you know, they got that that saying, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. That mm-hmm. was such a that huge was a moment. moment. That was a huge. Moment. Like this is the first time I've literally put forth so much effort to make something happen mm-hmm. on a Valentine's Day for you. Mm-hmm. And to get that reaction, I just I just tapped out. Okay. Do you okay? I'm I'm a, I'm gonna come back to that that question I was about to ask you. But okay, so at this moment we done had a huge blowout about the messages that I seen and everything. So we got we literally got to a place where we was not, we were just not communicating at all at that point. I think I even um, I think I was trying to get your attention in a way because now I'm noticed I'm realizing like, oh wow, he's you know dealing with somebody else. Like, you know, I I need to be trying to 
talk to him more or, or at least get his attention. So I went a little further to get mm-hmm. your attention. Um, and I believe it involved your gun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I'm just I'm just telling this because I feel like there I'm not the only person that has done this to try to get like the attention of somebody you love or you don't want to lose. And um, so I went too far, and you know, um, I tried to get your attention basically, um, thinking that it was going to make you like, you know, love me or come back to me or you know, focus your attention back on me. So. I remember this one day, um, I don't even remember how I even got your gun, but I got his gun, went to the car, and I left with it, and, you know, I basically was telling him, just saying, like, I'm gonna, you know, hurt myself, and things like that, and, um, it was just because I realized how tapped out you were, so I felt like I had to do something that... Extreme. So, yeah, I felt like I had to do something extreme to, like get your attention and be like oh no she really loved me you know like I thought I had to do that (laughs) it's like oh no she really crazy (laughs) (laughs) that's what you was thinking like I was crazy I wasn't like I honestly guys I can't even dig into like my past like please stay tuned because it's gonna be a whole season of emotions and 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 all that on another episode because i i just don't even have time to deal with where my mindset was to even do that but you know it was something that i thought females had to do to show somebody they love or even vice versa like i thought violent way of showing love was love and um and so i went that route didn't work um, he, you know, basically was like, oh, yo, I got to get away from her. Um, <laughs> like it didn't work. So it, I mean, even me trying to, to do that, it just didn't work. So this is just, just, a, I'm going to just stop right here, guys, please. Like, you know, if somebody does not want to, you know, be with you, deal with you or anything, it is never worth your life. It is never oh, yeah. worth, you know, it's never worth playing with your life or somebody else's life. So it's definitely something I do regret doing and um, everything. I'm just sharing it because I'm hoping that you guys hearing this will know, like, you know, this isn't a way like love doesn't hurt and love does not like, you know, scare the life out of somebody literally like seriously. Um, so anyhow, so that didn't work, of course. You know, he just thought I was crazy. So we literally got to a place where, you know, we were um, beginning to live separately. Yeah. And um, we was headed towards divorce. You know, um, he had filed papers on me. He was over it. You know, not yeah. just the, um, not just the fact that our communication was down. It was the me acting up and acting crazy and just, you know, just kind of like not really knowing how to communicate with him. Like, I really wanted him to stay. Like, I'm not going to lie. I really, like, wholeheartedly just wanted him to stay. I wasn't going to do anything crazy. Like, literally. I just wanted him to stay. And it was just not the way to go. But I felt like we was, you know, I I felt like it was just, hey, all chips is on the table. All cards is on the table. I just got to do what I got to do. Maybe this will work. Maybe that'll work. Maybe this will work. And it just was not the right mindset. Um... So while we were um, living separately, of course, you know, um, we definitely, I think we pulled more and more away from each other. Um, We wasn't really talking as much or anything like that. And um, we did, um, 
well, you know, I did begin to like seek counsel um, because I was concerned. But at the same time, I was, you know, telling whoever would listen that what was going on. And I just don't think that that was best either. Um, throughout the um, the time of us living apart, where, where was your head? Um, I was just like, we was apart. I was... I was just I was just a single man at that point. Like I had tapped out and I knew we was going through the process, the papers were filed and I was just like, you know, it was just a matter of time. I just I really just had no no care, no sympathy, no, you know, compassion for the situation at all. Mm. Yeah. I so was you just, when you say you tapped just, out, I, you I, was completely I was tapped 100% out. I hundred percent tapped out, like yeah. right there. You know, just the build up of everything and then that last moment I I just tapped out. I just checked out and I was like, you know, just done and you know you know you try things here and there and it just like it wasn't that you weren't you know doing some stuff that I should have recognized and you know you know took notice of because everything wasn't bad and extreme it's just my mind just wasn't even there so I just it just yeah like it's not that in one ear out the other like I didn't even let it enter my ear it just passed on by just and kept going so yeah I was just I just wasn't there anymore. Yeah. And through this time, I know we went, like I mentioned, we went to, you know, we went to council together. Um, yeah, we did. And, you know, we thought we were going to work it out then. And I just think you tapped out right after the counseling session. Yeah, I, I pretty much, I was just a body in that counseling session. My heart wasn't there. My mind wasn't there. Yeah. It was just, you know, dissatisfied, the physical part. Yeah. What do you mean, satisfy the physical part? Uh, physically being there. Like someone can say, yeah, he came. He came. Yeah. Yeah. He tried. He was yeah. there in counseling. That, that was all it was. But was it because you were dealing with somebody else at the time? Or was it just the fact that you just was no longer interested in our marriage? I was just no longer interested in the marriage. Yeah. Our marriage at all. <clears throat> so, um... Throughout this time, you know, after counseling and everything, I honestly didn't know what else to do. You know, I reached out to, like, people that wasn't counselors and wasn't ministers. I'm just telling our business to whoever would listen, like I said. And I just think that was not the best thing, you know. Um, And that's another thing. You know, keep people out of your business when you, you know, going through something. You know, only people you need in your life at that time is um, somebody that's praying. And, um, and just, you know, being there, you know, for a listening ear, but I didn't have that. I, you know, I had people that I was talking to, I was talking to everybody, you know, friends that I would assume was friends and they would just get together afterwards and basically he, he, he about what was going on in our marriage. Thank God we learned from that. You know, I learned from that to not share my personal business with anybody that I did not trust, especially if they was not praying for me immediately, you know, just hearing like, and what else did he do, girl? And what else did, you know, they just wanted to know everything, but didn't have any type of solution to help us get back together. And so just be mindful of nosiness. But anyway, um, so yeah, we, you know, we basically, you know, had the papers filed. We was headed to um, the courthouse. We went to our very first court date. Um, and, you know, um, we actually got it extended. So I was definitely relieved about that. <laughs> but through this time of everything that was going on in our marriage, I found um, I found God even more. And so I literally got into the word. And I, I had 
you know, I started to realize that um, talking to other people was not helping my situation, especially because um, we wasn't praying. Like, nobody was praying. Everybody was just talking. And so, I decided to get into the Word of God. And I read scriptures on marriage. I read scriptures on anger. And I read scriptures on how women... You know, wives should, you know, conduct themselves and, you know, talk to their husbands and things like that. And I had realized I was doing the complete opposite of everything that the Bible had told me. So I, not only was we dealing with this, you know, about to, you know, head towards divorce. Now I'm finally able to see myself and, you know, see myself in a way that I had honestly never seen myself. But, you know, I really do believe that God revealed my not so good part of myself so that he could cleanse me of it and um yeah that that um it definitely took effect on me so even though we was going through the process um where we was headed towards divorce I began to work on myself I began to work on my um the way I carried myself and the way I dealt with issues I had realized a lot of ways that I had basically attached myself to was not the way of God and um yeah I, I just got to a really good place you know I was um just praying like guys when I tell you I was anointing my um my divorce papers with oil it was so oily when I found me an attorney my attorney was like what has been going on with your paper and I said I've been praying over my divorce papers and a song that I had literally read not read <laughs> I was seeing over my divorce papers was victory um, and I do remember, um, my pastor, our pastor at the church saying that, um, that song would sit with some of us and it was going to deliver us from some things and boy, did it deliver us. <laughs> like it delivered me so much. And it's one of my favorite songs now. Anytime I hear it, I promise I'll boohoo crying, but, um, God is real. That's all I got yeah, to say. Yeah, like God is, is so real because legit. we was legit at a place where we was not even, you know communicating we was no longer in love we was no longer discussing our marriage we we was literally just being parents and that was it um so like uh i'm trying to end this but this is good but um <laughs> but yeah so like there was i i'm just say this so in this time of me you know finding myself and you know building my relationship with god and everything that was going on in this time um, there was one particular Sunday I remember, you know, just minding my business really. You know, I was still going to church. We yeah. were still we were still going to church through this process. No one at the church actually knew that we right, weren't yeah, yeah. um we were no longer living in the same pl- um place. So I was still going to church even though I had told Pastor I didn't want to come no more. I wanted you to get off them drums. Like I was <laughs> like, I wanted you to suffer so bad. <laughs> Um, I believe it was maybe about six to seven months from this time. We, we had um, been separated for about six months at the time. And um, one day after the service, um, my husband came to me and said that he wanted to talk. And um, I was like, okay. You know, um, of course, there was a part of me that was secretly happy that he wanted to talk. But because it's been going so bad, yeah. I was not looking forward to it 100%. Maybe about, you know, a good 50, 50%, but I wasn't like happy. Um, but I do remember, um, getting an Instagram, Instagram message from you. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, he, he, he um, mess- was it for me? I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, seriously, but um, he sent me this Instagram message and it just flew past. It was like one of those messages that kind of go away. Um, it was like a picture message. And on the picture message, he asked me, was it too late? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. <laughs> you are I, I remember the Sunday. Yeah. But I don't remember. Did I send the message on that Sunday? Yeah, it was on that Sunday. Okay, so let's was go. It, let's go back to church? the Sunday. No, it was after church. It was after you had told me that you wanted to talk because after that service. Oh, okay. Because I know Sunday. That service at Sunday is what what changed my heart. Okay, so share with the people what the Lord did. Okay, so we having church. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to say like normal because church was good. Yeah. But we had church, <laughs> uh, but this particular Sunday at mm-hmm. the end of service. Pastor started singing that song he sings now, uh, For Your Goodness and Your Mercy. Before mm-hmm. He sings that song before he preaches. And yeah. this particular Sunday is when he started singing that song. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, they just ran over and ran over and kept singing and kept singing. And the spirit filled the place. And when I tell you my heart and demeanor 100% changed, God broke me in that moment. He completely changed, like, wow. the... the I'm getting emotional. <laughs> he completely changed like the uh, the cold, the hardness, like the ice on my heart. The my mentality had completely changed. Like I I don't believe I was going to be a good guy anymore. So yeah. he completely with that song. He completely he completely broke me. Like I I shattered into a million pieces. And he started in that Sunday in the midst of them singing, started to put me back together. And I was like, oh my god, like I. He he! In that moment, he put the love back in my heart for my wife, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I'm gonna do whatever it takes, you know, to try to get you back." I don't remember sending that message, but I know that Sunday is when I broke, and I remember saying, "I wanted us to talk." Yeah, yeah. It was like like after we left, like we didn't talk right at the church. It was yeah. like made like you didn't tell me when we was gonna talk or anything. I just okay. remember getting all the way back home and I was about to head to my sister's house and I got the message in the phone well yeah I got the message in the phone and it said is it too late for us or something like that and my heart like my heart like I was just excited like I was like (laughs) oh my god like did he just send me this message so of course like I was definitely happy but I just honor God in that moment more than anything because oh, one yeah. of the biggest things that um, one of a, a spiritual mother had talked to me about within the time, the six months of us not being together, is she told me you pray for his heart. Mm-hmm. She told me you pray for his heart and um, and that was something I started praying for. Like I was just like, I don't know if this is going to work. Like Through those six months, I prayed for your heart. I prayed for my heart. I prayed for us to come back together. I prayed for God. Like in the end, at the end of those six months, I was like, Lord, whatever you want to do. I was been, just about to say that. I, I felt remember. like I've been praying so hard yeah. that I was just like, okay, at this point, you know, Lord, whatever you want to do. Because I don't, I don't know. That, that was also the, it is, it's just amazing how God works. So yeah. that's the Sunday he broke me. But I remember us talking. That's also the Sunday you said, God, whatever happens, happens. Like you, you, you were about to become done at that moment. Mm-hmm. Is it still recording? Yeah, it's still recording. Okay. So yeah, you was about to become uh, done at that moment. So it's just, it's just amazing how God worked that out like right in the nick of time. Yeah. To get that, you know, back together and have us. Yeah, we. Uh, wow. I mean, like I said, I honor God in that moment because I just don't understand. Like, 
the whole this is this is a prime example like when you think that you know god isn't working in your favor and he's not hearing your prayers just know that he is just know that he's working just know that he's gonna do it at the right time yeah because i had prayed about that for six months and the whole six months it felt like no offense but it felt like hell like it yeah. felt like the worst of the worst that happened to me and I didn't know how God was going to do it. And I felt like because I wasn't like the best person when all this stuff happened, I felt like God was like, you getting what you deserve. Mm -hmm. And so I, at this point I was like, well, I'm going to keep praying because I still need God's strength. I still need, you know, to move forward. Had no idea, but, um, guys. So anyway, we ended up, you know, getting back together and been going strong every since. Um, I'm trying not to get emotional because, you know, God is just so good. But, um, there's absolutely nothing that I would do differently. I was going to ask you, but we kind of going to have to wrap it up. What would you do different? Um, man. Would you do anything different? It's crazy. And I think I've said this before during one of our talks. Um, I mean, as sucky as the situation was, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that it happened. Yeah. Because it brought us to a place to where we are now. Yeah. Um. I believe we could have been okay and been doing well, but where our communication and where our relationship is now, I just, I don't think it would have been there. Not that you have to go through stuff, but I just don't think we would have been there, you know, without, you know, whatever happening. I agree. I I believe that God put us, you know, um, in that, through that, for a reason, he brought us together. Our communication has changed. Our financial decisions and everything has changed and we're moving in a better direction because of that that happened so we are actually thankful yeah that we hit (laughs) (laughs) we are thankful that we hit that bump in the road and god has just been um basically showing us the open heaven because of you know just just because of that moment like we grew from that we are growing from that and and that's one of the reasons why we're doing marriage is hard because i wanted to express like even though like it was hard it took some work it took some work it took some work (laughs) and so i'm just so happy and thankful for that guys i'm gonna end it right here because our next episode is the last episode where we're going to discuss moving forward i hope you guys enjoy this episode i i really do hope that you guys will stay tuned for the next episode where we talk about moving forward past the trust issues past everything that happened um, that you have anything else you want to say before we have to go? Nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> How did you feel about this episode? It was, uh, you know, walk back down memory lane, but you know, yeah, it was good. I got a little emotional. I didn't think I was going to get a little teary out of it. I like when you get emotional. <laughs> I really do. Um, not in a bad way, but I really do enjoy that, you know, you show your mm-hmm. emotions very well. But anyway, so guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please stay tuned for the next episode.